Hey guys, I'm here today with some wonderful people, the Psych Day fam. I'm so glad you guys are here to join us and tell us all about your amazing new company. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Of course. So please introduce yourselves and tell us how you guys decided with Psych Day. Awesome. So April is actually the one who first came up with it and then like, uh, I joined and became the uh, like the co-lead, yeah. and then Kat joined as the head of uh, design, and uh, and I started doing marketing. So basically, Abel, you can tell a little bit about how you started yeah. Friday and why. So we all have like equal stake and decision power in the company. Um, the basic just was just to try and create like a creative environment that has equal input from all the members. And so when I first started, it was me, Aaron, and Chara. And Chara, I got him from the tech side. I met him through uh, one of my classes. We wrote essays about what we <clears throat> did during quarantine. And my essay was about a previous company that I had that wouldn't let me do my psych day design. And I really liked the psych day design. And so I said, screw it, I'm going to start my own. <laughs> by, my, by myself that I have that full creative control of people that I can trust to also have that same type of like we all have equal like ideas on decision points moving forward with the company and so the reason why i started psych day and to try and promote both the legalizing the use of psychedelics for thera therapeutic use at the same time supporting artists was because um i myself do music and so i was thinking there's not that many people that are out there trying to support artists in the way that we're doing it. And so what we do is we have a base of designers that basically create designs for artists. We um, pull through social media marketing, um, artist networks, which we do like networking events to try and find new ones. And we have a registry probably right now for around 20 artists after hey. all the numbers, which is really cool. We had um, one release for uh, one of our top artists, Harbo, that had a pretty good turnout in terms of merch sales. And we're gonna do a larger drop uh, coinciding with a concert um, where we're gonna release lines for our top five artists. Um, and okay. so it's all building up to that right now. Uh, and the reason why on the other side, why I wanted to push the legalization of uh, therapeutic use of um, uh, psychedelics is because the way I was able to quit um, Adderall, Ritalin, and other drugs that have been prescribed to me through like, psychiatrists and stuff like that, and had created this awful dependence, was through um, psychedelics. I used, I microdosed uh, mushrooms for probably around two or three months and was able to quit and only be with that and have a way better health and mental state to progress, not only in the company, but in my life as well. That's amazing. So for your microdosing, like what was your schedule like? Or did you um, have Generally what I would do is I would prepare for myself like mushroom tea because I don't really like the, the taste of it, right? So I would cook it for myself at, at night for the whole entire week, make one giant jug, and then try and section out like portions uh, daily to have um, in the mornings generally just because at night it causes like you to stay up. But if you have it in the morning, it's just a little energy boost throughout the day that allows you to have a better met mental state to take on whatever tasks you have mm -hmm. in a way that's not as invasive as like Adderall and Ritalin and all the prescription drugs. 
Yeah, this is actually really fascinating because I've heard from other people how microdosing has really helped them with their like ADHD or stuff. So I'm like, it's awesome to hear that it, it has also worked for you. Yeah. Like maybe it helps you focus that much. Like, yeah, for sure. Like I, I have pretty bad ADHD. So like when I started taking it um, in terms of like Adderall and Ritalin versus like the, the psychedelic use, um, I was actually producing way better grades um, to the point that I was like, I can not only manage my schooling, but I want to do this psych day stuff as well because I can keep that schooling portion under control while simultaneously trying to start a business because I found a way to do, do it in a sustainable way through that like psychedelic use and the way that this isn't detrimental for my body as well. Great. So like when you microdose, like how does it make you feel for the people who don't know what microdosing is? Um, for me, what tends to happen is outside of like the Adderall thing, when I go to do work, I'll get overwhelmed with the amount of procrastination I've already done and the ability to start that work. And there's always that blockage. And so I kind of use those prescription drugs, drugs as a way to bypass that blockage. With psychedelics, is that at least for me, generally speaking, it allowed me to see things from a new frame of mind that allowed a positive thinking spiral versus an anxious. Thinking. Ah, okay. So it allowed me to go and attempt those tasks and realize, okay, I can actually do this. And on top of that, with that brain is elasticity stuff. I was mm -hmm. able to pick up and retain knowledge in a way better way. So that's amazing. I really, uh, I, I really attribute a lot to that. Great. I, it's good to know. I have more evidence now. More people have been, you know, being benefited by these. So that's awesome. So how did you come up with the name for Psych Day? Um, so uh, the way I thought of the name for Psych Day is um, there's this holiday uh, called Bicycle Day, um, which is basically like the day that Albert Hoffman, like at least according to like what I've read, uh, found out about like graded acid and went on a bike ride. And so I just wanted to name the company like after that, like as an extra, like a shout out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I like that name. So do you all have experience with psychedelics? I know we can open the floor here. Yeah. Um, and can you summarize your first time? Uh, yeah, we both, we both also have experience with them. Um, uh, for me, the first time I ever took mushrooms or any type of psychedelic substance, I was uh in 19 years old and basically uh i was helping my friend with her uh mushrooms and then i like i dropped a small piece on the floor and i like ate it because it was so tiny it was like less than like a gram and so i i thought nothing would happen and for a while nothing happened and I went home but then once I went to sleep I woke up and meditated and I had like an ego death experience and it was like insane I basically I woke up from the microdose the day after I uh, did some breathing and yoga and then I like all of a sudden had no thoughts like my ego was like not talking at me and I was in touch with the whole universe and like every single species that is alive and every single like 
being that ever existed or will exist and i felt like it was the same energy divided in different beings and and for the first time i felt really connected to everything else in the world and like a connection with life and wanting to be alive because mm -hmm. i had very bad depression before that and after that experience it cured my depression for um many months actually yeah wow and just that tiny amount that's that's wild yeah kat when was your first time? okay um i took acid before this but i don't really count that acid experience because not, i mean it was interesting but for me shrooms are way more powerful than acid and the first time i took shrooms i was also 19 and um I was with my friend and I took one gram and I remember it hit me super, super hard. And I was, I was pretty much tripping balls and I, and my friend had these two cats and I, I started like, like talking to the cats and like, and like <laughs> playing with them. And I was like overcome with this feline energy and I was like and I was like oh my god like I don't know I, I felt like I was in contact with with the cat's goddess Bast you know from Egyptian mythology and I felt like she like took over my body oh my <laughs> and, and I was like walking around I was like I was like so in touch with my body I was like oh my god my body feels so good right now and I was just like like feel like like feeling like the emotions and shit it was really interesting so you were the queen of the cats that day <laughs> yes you yes. were it forever changed me <laughs> After that, I think uh, we've had more experiences where we took bigger doses too, and we've also done it together. And um, in those experiences, a lot of the time, I cry a lot, and I have a lot of introspective like realizations about like my childhood and my life and like my person and like kind of like things that you know how you can have blind spots about yourself so it would kind of help me see those blind spots and kind of see the things that I don't I'm not self-aware of definitely that's a big thing that psychedelics are able to do to open your mind and they also like help you just talk better to yourself I feel like you know they're like you know you're doing good like you got this mm -hmm. Our, brains are so good at focusing on the negative all the time that we start, you know, believing false things about ourselves or other things, you know, it's really crazy. Exactly. I always like tell my friends, like it, Ooh, actually I feel like psychedelics help me like break past like self-consciousness too, mm -hmm. because before I was much more self-conscious and shy, but that experience of like feeling one with all made me feel like I have nothing to be embarrassed of because it's just like the same energy uh, the same life and different people interacting so it's just me talking to myself in yeah. a different body <laughs> I feel that so it's like there's no point in being scared of expressing myself you know that's really beautiful yeah that's like a, a way of it. I've never seen it like that before but yeah I could totally 
you know, understand that. Um, I definitely felt like a huge sense of connectedness, like on psychedelics as well. You just feel like you want to give everyone like all of your love and energy and time. Like, uh, I don't know. It was such like a warm, beautiful experience. Mm. What I can say. <laughs> I agree. Definitely. Yeah. What did you feel the first time you took shrooms? Okay. So the first time I had like 1.25 grams, still remember, because I was kind of, I was really ready for it. But I wasn't like, I didn't want to go crazy. I was in the woods, like on a camping trip with my friends. And, but it was like a safe space because there was a lot of families around me. And I was like, you know what? No one's going to know I'm doing that. So <laughs> with my friends. Um, so I took them and uh, I was pretty much just like wandering around the woods and I could see visuals. Like if I really looked like hard, I saw all the trees come out of the ground, like, all this crazy stuff, but mostly it just gave me that, like, co my confidence back in a way, like, it was like, you can do whatever you put your mind to, like, it was always, like, this voice just talking to me, and I was like, what? <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I can really do it, like, I got this, and that, I swear, my life completely changed, like, after my first time with it, I feel like I've just been on this, like, road of, like, discovering myself, and, like, you know, all of that. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely feel that with the positive voices on on shrooms. Like so many, like it's like the earth is like talking to you, and it's like telling you all these positive things. You know, like your guides or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like amazing. Uh -huh. A theme that I experienced that I have experienced on all of my shroom trips so far is this this outward zoom of seeing your growth trajectory and just being reminded that you are constantly growing even if you feel like you're stuck in a rut or you somehow feel that you're not doing everything you want to be doing in your life like you you can just take a step back and be like it's okay like I am on a path oh that reminds me actually you know how like when when we're like doing our normal lives and everything we're so like we're always like oh we're not doing enough going off of what you were saying but when I was on my first room trip I was like in the woods and I was like life is supposed to be this simple like it's not <laughs> supposed to be this crazy and like oh what am I gonna do next oh my god like I'm not fulfilling what I need to be doing at this age like no like it's actually more beautiful than that more simple and we just have complicated it as a society like <laughs> it's uh, I feel that so much like it, it's like we can have much happier simpler lives but our ego and our collective ego as in society as a whole is constantly like projecting this like uh false or maybe artificial like need to like be so intense and like do more like intense labor and build more and I guess by building they destroy nature as well you know so it's like we're all kind of um, realizing when we're on psychedelics that we can have a different type of life or reality than the one that 
that the collective society has said we should have and we don't have to worry about those things we don't even have to have a job and that's the thing i was like one time i took mushrooms and i started screaming to my to you and whoever else was in the room hobos got it all figured out do you remember <laughs> yeah i remember i was like hobos got it all figured out because homeless people are not making money or spending money so they're not really contributing to this system you know and they're like actually the free ones <laughs> that was like one like question that like I was I started thinking about like why do we even need all of these material like money goods like house like all these things well going off on that actually I think that they've created this you know, capitalism, everything, you basically have to buy your freedom. Mm. So like, that's how I see it. You know, like we, in order to be able to go on vacation whenever you want to not have to worry about your bills, your medical bills, or like what you're gonna, when you're gonna have money for something else, like you need to work for it. Like you need to have a business, you need to do all this stuff. And, you know, being homeless is not fun. Like you, you don't get to just go and sit in a restaurant and eat food, you know, like exactly. I mean, it's a different kind of freedom, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're all kind of stuck in this cycle and in, in, in capitalism. So we just have to play the game is how I see it. And the only way we can be happy is by controlling the thoughts that go on in our brains. Cause our brains are the controlling, like what you say to yourself and, you know, how you approach this life is like literally the only thing that matters. Like, mm. I feel like um, probably the easiest way to break out of the cycles through entrepreneur, like entrepreneur type stuff, like entre that's the way to like build your own schedule and do what you want. Mm. As well, long as you can create like a money stream from it, that's the way to like use the capitalist society towards your own gain. Exactly. And, and also like that I feel like that's why we're so invested in psych day because we want to be working doing something that our soul actually enjoys doing we don't want to be working for like a, an LMC that is like messing up people's lives we want to be the ones creating our own company where we're helping people and we're helping artists and we're helping like creative uh flow of like everyone who is an artist and wants to be an independent artist. So we want to kind of like free the artists as well from the need for labels and just like, just like uh, support them as much as we can. It's, a, it's an amazing concept. I love it. <laughs> so talk about your experiences with cannabis and how it has helped you. Oh, uh, for me, at least, uh, cannabis, like, I think, like, probably psychedelics has helped me a lot more, but I think cannabis is still really awesome. For me, it helps me with, like, sleep a lot, because at the end of the day, my mind races a lot, and so if I have cannabis, it's a good way to, like, get myself to sleep. I was prescribed, like, sleeping pills type stuff, yeah. and that stuff is really, really bad, so that's, it was a really good substitute for that, and um, on top of that, like, <clears throat> The medications they used to I used to take would make me really really nauseous, and like cannabis really helps me with like regulating that. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think those two things are really good. And on top of that, like at least with the sativa strains, it also helps me with like working and like enjoying it. Like if I'm watching lectures or something like that that's not too intensive with like 
I have to be writing or something like that, but I'm just in taking information. Um, it really helps me like with focus as well. Mm -hmm. Nice. And for uh, you guys? I feel like we uh, saved my life <laughs> because I, I started uh, smoking pretty much every day after when I was 18, when a traumatic thing kind of happened to me. And so I was definitely self-medicating with all the anxiety and like the suicidal thoughts that came with that uh, traumatic thing. And that was just the thing that really just kept me sane and, you know, not over the edge and, you know, just hopeless with the with this life and so now i've been smoking pretty consistently for about five years almost and uh, i would say that it's really helped me um primarily with anxiety and depression but also like you know the stuff that comes with that's kind of just breaking out of the molds that my my family implemented into me um, because um, I, I guess I have some anxiety tied to my family. <laughs> and so with, when I kind of was able to calm down, I was able to exist in, in my own world apart from the world that they kind of set up for me. Yeah. Kind of vague, but that's, yeah. That's good to hear. <laughs> So for me, it started off the same as for her. Uh, I started um, I started smoking consistently every day after a traumatic event when I was a uh, senior year of high school. And uh, basically, <clears throat> at first I was also smoking for like, because my family was very stressful. I come from a Muslim background and uh, I, actually i'm an ex-muslim and like uh, that's like very difficult to do in my culture as a woman so i had a lot of anxiety uh because of how strict my family was and uh you know just like constantly fighting and not getting along and feeling uh misunderstood so i i, I then like started smoking more for medical purposes because i have endometriosis stage four and I actually have like all the different forms of it including like in the in my diaphragm like in my chest so it's like very painful every day and like I've had to have several surgeries for it and um for some time like the so my my parents are very against me smoking cannabis even medically they would rather me take like um uh, pain medicine instead so for like a couple months I wasn't smoking weed but was taking some opioid pills instead and I found that the effect of the pills was much worse for my health and my mental health than smoking cannabis and uh, I just felt much more sick uh, from the side effects of the pills and uh, felt like depressed and suicidal and, and all types of dependency uh, as well, uh, which made it that even though 
I wasn't addicted to it. If I was to stop taking those pills, my body and my mind would have negative reactions to it. So I stopped taking them completely and went back to uh, smoking cannabis. And I have been continuing this as my painkiller and my anti-inflammatory medicine, I guess. And it's really the only thing that can help the pain because even when I go to the hospital, they can't help me most of the time. Um, So unless it's like surgeries to try and make it less painful, I really just, uh, I like to go the plant medicine route for this. And it's honestly like saved my life because the pain of the endo can sometimes make you want to like die just from how bad it is. So like the weed has helped me like stay alive and like when it gets really bad, just like have those, um, have those pain levels come down and be able to um, just like live again. Yeah. Wow. That, I'm so glad that cannabis was able to have that big of an impact for you and your condition. I'm pretty sure I also have an episode about endometriosis. So whoever's listening, if they also want to check that out for other information, please do. So I'm pretty sure we have 10 minutes left in this Zoom. (laughs) So um, tell us, what are your goals for the future of Psych Day? Um, So we want, we're planning to have a concert in September. We're setting up like uh, some uh, a deal with Hawks and Reeds to try and make it like a space for like students to come and like check out like our stuff on weekends and we can he wants to do like a profit share type thing with us so we're going to be hosting events there um, on top of that uh, next week our um, band uh, Tea Party is releasing our first song um, to be uploaded onto our YouTube and we're going to be like marketing that uh, through Psych Day as well and creating some clothing stuff for that too. And um, on top of that, uh, we're starting like a Twitch campaign as well, uh, just to try and build up some extra monetary stuff for support because we got accepted into the affiliate program for that. And so now we can start getting like subscription donations. Awesome. Those are our next steps. Also, another step for Psych Day is, um, so we're starting an NGO called Psych Art, which will be uh, getting uh, funds to help uh, youth who are maybe living in impoverished areas have access to recording studios and other forms of art so that we can make art accessible to uh, everyone and especially uh, the people who need it the most. Um, and so Psycard also is like going to be uh, having like um, music therapy uh, app that will be coming out. And so Psych Day and Psycard are going to be working very closely with one another, um, as well as like uh, hosting events, which uh, some of the money will go for the causes of the, uh, of the nonprofit as well. That's awesome. And also Psych Day as a clothing company uh, is started uh, making clothing for NGOs and grassroots movements as well. Um, so usually most of the clothes we make are for artists who are independent artists and want a clothing line. But we started also extending that to NGOs and uh, 
so we have our first clothing drop uh, in partnership with the Bay Staters, which is a grassroots movement in Massachusetts uh, that has been working for the legalization of uh, uh, psychedelics for therapeutic purposes and so yeah we're very excited to be selling these clothes all the designs are unique and like uh, very uh, very beautiful I'm so excited I was just about to say you got to make sure it's for base daters <laughs> so are all of you artists and if so where can people find your music we are all artists and uh, right now you can find, um, yeah, we are, I think Cassie. we have SoundCloud. So Abel has a SoundCloud, which is... Um, oh, it's a kid silo. Um, so, my, so we all have like individual music and uh, like uh, a band as well. But um, so my SoundCloud is like kid silo versus Cosmos. And I think you'll Cosmos Cozy. make one. Yeah. And um, we're having our first like song all together being uploaded to YouTube next week. Um, so that's going to be on the Psych Day channel. And that'll be the first like really like official song we'll have. Awesome. Yeah, I will definitely link your all your stuff in the description so people will find it. Hey, cool. awesome. awesome. Thank you. Yes, of course. And does Psych Day have any concerts coming up? Yeah, so um, our goal is to try and get one for uh, September. Um, we're just moving to that date so we can have designs ready for all our artists as well um, to be included in the drop. So that will be within the first week of September will be our concert. Sick. And to finish it off, where can people find Psych Day on social media? So um, we have a website, uh, psychday.com. On TikTok, we're Psych Day psych.days or psych days yeah cyc days so psych days so it's just like one word and then on instagram it's psych days with a z so it's just tiktok is psych days and then the instagram is uh, psych days with a z thank you guys so much for taking the time to be here today i'm so glad i got to share your company with everyone and i was so much for having us yeah thank you and I hope you guys have an amazing day. You too. Thank you so much. It was great thank chatting you. with you. Yeah. And thank you for doing what you do. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects Network. Network.